Sanitarium. I am your host, Troy. It's Channel Zero, No End House, Episode 4. Speaking of houses, a special shout out to magicianshouse.com. Head on over there to check out some amazing comic book style artwork that she produces. Uh, give them, uh, get, get these quick though, because the few that I really loved are already sold out, sadly. Um, so go check that out. But we start off Episode 4 with Creepshow and Margot being happy that they fucked another dimension. And, boy, I don't know if there's repercussions for the for this or not, but we'll see. Beardo says he is going to, to bring Lacey home, but she doesn't look thrilled. This is kind of that, that conundrum, because the way that this, this show is presented, it's hard to really pin down if, you know, if Beardo... Is a real person, if Lacey is even the real Lacey that she was before, because a lot could have happened while Beardo was out of the house. So, eh, I don't know. Uh, we look over and we see that Jules is pretty broken. She's now in an empty room, and there's a good chance she has no fucking clue who anybody is outside of her three friends that are still here. Beardo gives Lacey her necklace, and then he proceeds to do the dumbest thing imaginable, and cuts her zip ties free. Then he does something even worse than that, and he puts his knife on the table, clearly in her reach. Oh boy, how did you make it out of this place alive the first time? Uh, he then embraces her as we cut over to Margot, who's now joined Jules in the garage. But they quickly hear a, sh- a scuffle, and they run in to see Beardo pinning Lacey to the ground. He's sporting a lovely gash on his arm. That's why you should have waited until you got out. Our crew is then shown walking out of town. They see that the people locked up in the cul-de-sac cage, but decide to leave them. Everyone in the neighborhood is just kind of staring at them. Uh, it makes you wonder how many of these people are part of the house and how many are actual people trapped here. I'm going to assume that our cul-de-sac cage people are real people. Because otherwise that would just be really strange. Although not really unheard of. It could, I mean, they could easily throw people in there that, you know, are, are the little memory people. But I'm thinking that these are real people. Uh, we see that a woman comes outside and she yells that it's breakfast time. And that her two children come running over and they place their hand on her head. So she is a real person. And apparently has kind of accepted this. So uh, good chance maybe dead kids... Or uh, something that happened with the kids, or the kids are grown now, and this is her reliving her her life as as a mother and needed her. 
either way, um, really interested to see that you know this place could actually be good for some people. Uh, because this woman is clearly happy, has no problem with them eating her memories, because she's got everything she needs here. Lacey breaks down at the edge of the street, but Beardo is able to get her moving as a flock of people follow. Um, obviously, you know, all of these people, and as we're going to see in a little bit here, must be people that have real people there with them. Because, as they're going to explain a little bit here, the the replicants need the people that created them to just be alive so they can continue to feed them. So, yeah, this uh, this whole place is essentially made up of half real people, half replicants, if you would think of it that way. There might be more replicants if they made more more than, you know, one memory person, but there definitely is a core group of people who are real here that are living here. So, um, Beardo and everybody else is able to get, to get moving, and we see that the people at the end of the street stop, and they don't follow, and then somehow John strolls up. So, not sure how he made it out of oblivion, but he did, uh, but he's not looking great, and he is the only one that follows. The crew then happened across a dying dude. Um, they claim that it's one of the house people, and he's uh, pretty emaciated, he's starving because as, um... As Creepshow says, they can only feed off the people who created them. So, you know, yeah, we pretty much got it now that uh, that that's that's a set rule, and we strengthen that by the fact that JD proceeds to look into his future, <laughs> since he killed and burned the person who created him. So, probably should have kept him around. Um, this also makes me think at this point in the episode that Creepshow is a real person. Because otherwise, who created him? That person would be all over him and be with him. So, uh, clearly a, a real person. The gang has made it to the woods. And Jules is looking pretty drained. It's now nightfall, which means they have been walking all day, or at least what the house wants them to think is all day. A sign lights up as they approach, and it's a corn maze. And I couldn't, I couldn't catch it if they said that... I think they tried to play this off as it was something that was a memory of somebody's. I don't remember if it was Margot's that they, they said it was a memory of, but there's also a bunch of people in there, and they're calling out for a dude named David. I think the group's group claims that David is the dying dude, but that doesn't make sense. It's all, it seems more like David is the person who created all of these people, including the dying dude, and he's now gone. So... But we do see a woman walk out of the maze, and she's clearly starving. And then the gang decides to camp for the night. And I'm not sure why that person would not just attack them while they sleep, but I guess they feel that they are safe. Creepshow asks if Margot has seen the orchids. Well, considering that every flower is an orchid, kind of hard to miss them. Creepshow wanders off, and Margot follows, and they approach an orchid. Uh, she then sees that it is an orchid mantis, which disguises itself as a flower to lure and prey. Didn't know... I shouldn't even I shouldn't put it that way. I don't know if these things exist, but if they do, it's pretty fucking badass. Margot then asks how Creepshaw knows this. Jules is hearing voices coming from the forest, and Beardo is getting more and more upset that everyone keeps leaving his nice fire he made. Cut over, and we have Creepshow admitting that he is not who he says he is. Creepshow says he didn't belong anywhere, and that he lives in the house now. So, yeah, there we go asked and answered. Creepshow is a real person and at some point in time made it into the house and decided not to leave. So 
it doesn't seem like the house was able to entice him to stay there. It just seems like he kind of made it of his own free will because we don't see any memory replicants that interact with him. So either they were never created in the terms of kind of Jules' situation uh, or they were and he dispatched them and decided to stay anyways. But Beardo cuffs JD to Lacey so he can find where everyone went. And uh, Lacey proceeds to start to flip out. A emaciated chick from the maze then hauls ass towards them. Like I correctly predicted he, she would do. Beardo catches Jules before she can go into the forest, though. So Marco figures out that Seth probably brought them to the house. He seems to kind of deny it, though. And a emaciated chick has pushed her fingers into Lacey's eyes. Ugh. And she's dead. So, so much for that storyline. Beardo then notices JD's arm, and he cuts JD loose from his dead wife, and then proceeds to stab him. Uh, Seth then backs up the story, saying that JD killed the real JD. Margo says that Seth cannot join them because he's some kind of creep. Beardo proceeds to light a branch on fire, sprays gas on JD, and then lights him up, which is pretty cool. So we're just eliminating cast members here left and right. Beardo tells the girls to run into the corn maze while Seth stands there and watches. And we see that John is also standing there and watching from the forest line. So we lost Lacey, who, eh, I mean, she was what she was. She was kind of, it, it was going to be interesting to see if Beardo was going to be able to get her back. But, you know, uh, then we, uh, we we quickly killed off JD, the, the fake JD. I was kind of interested to see what would happen if he made it out into the world. But so much for that one. Also, how are you going to run through a corn maze in the dark when you have no clue where the exit is? They happen across some rando, and uh, Beardo proceeds to kill him. Uh, then Beardo takes out the mom who killed his wife, so that's he's pretty fucking good with that pocket knife. Jules runs off, and then Marco runs to try to find her. And Marco happens upon one of the birthing pits. And here, let me know if you if you agree with me in here, but it seemed like it was Marco that was coming out of the birthing pit. Uh, but we see that Jules has found the glow ball. And Margot grabs Jules and they run they run away and it makes the little memory replicant thing sink back into the birthing pool and, and be gone. So apparently she kept those memories. And we still have this huge question of what the fuck is this ball? Because nobody else is encountering these things. It, it clearly is something that actually exists now because now Margot has interacted with it. Um... I'm, I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's only, all I can do is kind of speculate on what I think it could be, but we've got no kind of definitive story on it. We know there's some kind of people, things inside of it, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, see more on this. Um, but they run into John and John wants a meal, but he's able to resist long enough to tell them to run. And somehow Beardo caught up with the girls. Not sure how that happened. And they reach the house, which didn't seem that hard to reach after all. Beardo tells them to go on without them so he can burn it all down. Also, they call him Dylan, so I, I don't know that I never, I ever heard his name until now, which is interesting. So he stays behind as Margot and Jules enter the house, or exit the house? I don't know. Anyways, they are back at the Beware the Cannibals door. Now, mind you, Beardo has done this before. He's been here before, and he left. So, 
it would have been nice if he would have kind of told the girls, hey, you're going to have to go through all of this shit again. But he didn't seem to really have that conversation at all. As Jules and Margot enter room one, they see the faces are all sorts of messed up. Uh, it's actually rather cool looking. Uh, their faces, the, the hands are still kind of pulling them apart, but there's like another darker face above both of their faces. So kind of like coming out of them. Um, and as they leave, the eyes on the sculptures follow them. In room two, they try where the doors should be, but the house is not going to let them speed run through this. Uh, they have to go through this all again. The lights go out, they come back on, and instead of wood face, now blood is filling the room in a tree-like pattern, and the girls get separated by it. And then the door to room three opens, and then Jules takes comically large leaps to get over the blood-stained sta branches. Um, she really didn't need to do that, and I don't know that stepping on it would have really done anything either. Guess we'll never know, because they enter room three. And we flip back and we see that Dylan heads back towards the maze. John comes walking up to him. Dylan stabs John, and then John breaks Dylan's fucking neck. And it's not one of those, like, breaks his neck and he's dead. Like, he breaks his neck and Dylan falls to the ground, like, choking to death. And we just killed another cast member. So... What the fuck? Like, we're in episode four, and it's it's feeling like a season finale, because we got rid of JD, we killed both both Dylan and his wife, and the girls are now leaving the house. So, <laughs> I'm fucking crazy. Uh, but Margo and Jules break the rules by going in two at a time into, door, into room three, and they're in the classroom... As someone is speaking French, they kind of say that they both had the same teacher and they scared the shit out of them. And as they're walking down, the teacher turns to show that it's Creepy Laughing Guy from Room 3 originally. Uh, he grabs Margot as Jules was way far ahead of her, so not great. You know, kind of stay close together. Jules comes back to rescue her, though, as the guy has a handful of Margot's hair and proceeds to throw it in his mouth, which is pretty fucking gross. Uh, they enter room four, and we we hear gasping. And I thought at first we were going to have them see that Dylan was gasping for his life and, and was about to die. But instead, it's a, a replica of John's head. And every time it gasps for breath, his head kind of swells. Uh, it That is a super cool Halloween decoration, and I want one. Back to room five, and Jules is getting up easy as they approach Bloatface. He has prepared a lovely bath for them. Uh, I don't... She really gets off easy on this because she just gets to see all of Margot's fucked up shit. Like, they have one shared kind of thing where it's the teacher, and that's like, whatever. It didn't even grab her. It grabbed, it grabbed Margot. They try to walk past Bloatface, but there's no exit door. And Bloats gets up and comes at them, but then the door opens up and the girls are back outside. They take a look and see a yellow flower, thus signifying that they have returned to the real world. And as they rock around to the, walk around to the front, two dudes are trying to get into No End House. And Margot tells them to go home, and they're pissed off because the door is locked. Margot says that the house is full, like it's finished eating. Because, you know, it just killed like two people. And, yeah. The back door opens of No End House, and out walks John. So interesting episode really really interesting um it it makes me a little bit worried that we are in episode four and we've already gotten out of the house world 
because there's still a lot of fucking questions I have there. And I feel like we're going to have to uh, prison break this bitch and have them go back into the house. We still have Seth kicking around in the house. And I assume that eventually they're going to, to find out that Dylan died, either by John telling them or by them going back into the house and finding his body there. Or maybe that there's a chance that they make a replica of him and try to pass him off as a person too. So a lot of interesting directions that they can go there. You know, we've got John coming back and now John is coming back to a world where his wife exists. So that is going to be really interesting. And I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we get into that next episode to kind of see him tr- try to maybe take his life back and, and, you know, get back together with his wife and everything like that, even though he's dead and not a real person. Um, also, obviously, he needs to stay very close to Margot if he wants to feed. And considering the damage he's taken, because he did get stabbed by Dylan before heading out, I'm thinking he's going to need a snack pretty fucking quick. So, but uh, but we will see. I'm I'm really I'm I'm really digging this. I'm I'm looking forward to what else what else they're gonna have on on tap here. Like I said, I I am a little worried about the whole like, do we have to go back into the house now? You know, obviously, you know, we've got a couple more episodes to go here and and we've already had quite a bit happen. I mean, we lost half of our principal cast in this episode alone. So, um, yeah, it, it, it did kind of suck that, you know, we didn't get to see a little bit more of JD and, and what he could have done outside of the world, but we get that with John, I think in the coming episodes. And, uh, I was kind of bummed that Dylan and Lacey both got both bit in this episode and you know, that it's just kind of, kind of sad that that was, <laughs> that was the end of their story. So, uh, join me again next week, um, for No End House episode five. And, uh, I will see about getting out another movie. Uh, obviously, you know, just, uh, just took care of it a couple weeks ago and, uh, the, the final destination, I have another final destination movie to go to, but I'm also looking at, at doing some other ones to kind of change it up. Uh, but stay tuned, you know, stay subscribed and stay creepy.